0: I'd like to welcome y'all to Secrets from the South. I'm your friend Scotty Ray, along with my co host Terry. Now, you'll quickly catch on that we don't sound like the man on the 6 o'clock news. We talk a little slower, and we've got a southern drawl. But nonetheless, we've got a great podcast lined up just for you. We'll bring you some interesting stories. They're sometimes crazy and a little unbelievable. But it would be just plain impolite not to share them. So get yourself comfortable. Find some southern charm in a glass of iced tea and enjoy. As a kid, I can remember once a week we got to see cartoons. That was Saturday morning. And right before Scooby-Doo, there was, hey, 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 it's Fat Albert. Y'all remember that? Yeah, Bill Cosby. Nowadays, you wake up on Saturday morning and it's not the same story with Bill Cosby. A lot of accusations, and well, Bill is out of prison now. I hope you'll enjoy this week's episode titled, The Fall of America's Dad, Bill Cosby. You know, there's one thing about America that we really love, and that's a good laugh.
1: Oh, I love. Uh, Comedies.
0: I love comedies. Yeah, they're really my favorite type movies. Who can't go back to Smokey and the Bandit and smile all through that?
1: Or, I mean, I'm trying to think of some comedies that just jump out at you. The only ones that jump out at me now is, I would have to say, Seinfeld. And I guess that's just because I love Jerry Seinfeld. And I thought that all of the characters, George, Kramer, Elaine, it was just Jerry. I mean, they were just unique, and it was hilarious.
0: It was. It it, it was really funny. And I sit back, and we've been through some tough times in America the last year and a half, and I'm not sure that they're over just yet.
1: No, and we needed a good laugh.
0: Yeah. And so... As you think of this, of all the comedians that have ever made it, who would you say is the most successful out there? Well, I mean, you've got a lot of them out there. You've got... Now, the most successful may not be my most favorite. And I'll tell you who my most favorite is. And you tell uh, me if you agree okay, who's your favorite? That would have to be Jerry Clower from Mississippi. To me, that was probably the greatest comedian that ever stepped on a stage because it was clean.
1: Well, and there's another one. I'm going to have to look her up. I would go back to Jerry Seinfeld.
0: Now, he was stand-up?
1: Yeah, he was stand-up for a long time, and I think the thing about him was hilarious. Now, I will say this, and people won't like this answer, if this were a cleaner version, but somebody that I also thought was hilarious, but it was just downright raunchy, I mean...
0: I know who you're going to, I think.
1: Richard Pryor.
0: Yeah, he was one of those.
1: I thought he was hilarious. Why, well, who would you think I was going to say? George
0: Carlin. George Carlin.
1: George Carlin, he was funny. Who's but, th- you know,
0: he, he made it uh, prior, you know, until he had that big accident there and caught himself on fire that night.
1: When you burn yourself up, that does kind of derail Murphy. your – uh con- Yeah, it does. Uh,
0: uh, Eddie Murphy just turned out to be w- w- one of the best that ever come off Saturday Night Live. And I'm thinking back on that cast of Saturday Night Live that was just funny. Dan, Dan
1: Aykroyd, Dan and Aykroyd. you had uh, Chevy Chase, and, and
0: who's the, the the boy that was? They drove around the country in the convertible top. Tommy Boy, who was that? Oh guy? yeah, but Chris
1: uh, uh, Barley.
0: Yeah, he was funny.
1: He was. Here's another one, Jeannie Robertson. Have you ever heard of her?
0: No. Is she big? And I just don't know. Oh, her.
1: she is hilarious. I mean, like she's. I mean, she was in Pensacola last year or the year before. I mean, she's been in a lot of places. She's like a motivational speaker, too, but she tells all of these funny stories. Her husband, she refers to him as left brain. (laughs) And they are hilarious. And, I mean, it's the kind of comedy that you could have your family sit around and listen to.
0: And there's so few of those left that do that.
1: And, you know, you had
0: Bill Cosby.
1: He used to be somebody that you kind of admired, you looked up to. He was a family man. He was a comedian, and his comedy was clean.
0: Anybody that represented children like he did, you know, he was Mr. Jello. I mean, the, exactly. The, and when you have somebody do that, there's normally not any dirt on them anywhere because that's such a pure crowd that you're trying to draw to your program. Well,
1: you would think you would kind of scrutinize or kind of be more cautious of putting someone in front of children, you would kind of know their background and you would have kind of scrutinized that background to make sure that you were putting somebody in front of children that you're not going to have to go back and clean up because they're not
0: the, the right person. And since you brought up Bill Cosby, let's just talk about that a second. Do you think there's any way under God's green earth that this man is really innocent of all these charges that were brought up against him. And in, in your, just your opinion, do you think that's possible?
1: No. And the reason being is because, and I know that we're in the Me Too movement, and yeah, he was kind of responsible for starting that shift yeah. in the Me Too movement. And we've talked about the Me Too movement. But I think when you've had, what, 17, 18 women that have come up and said...
0: Oh, no, I looked it up. This is going to scare you. you just, just step back a minute and okay. take a wild guess what that number is. You're nowhere near it. I have I, I, 25? So far, 60 women. 60.
1: And here's the thing. he even Did he not even admit... In court or when they had a civil lawsuit or whatever that was presented to him, he admitted that he gave a lady, and there's an article on here that I want to read, he gave her quaaludes.
0: Now, what does that do to you for us? Well, I don't, don't know.
1: know. I mean, I've never taken quaaludes, but I mean, it pretty much the lady woke up, and, and I can quote verbatim what she says, and found herself in an uncompromising position, and he says it was consensual. So he
0: basically drugged her, made her where she oh, didn't yeah, know what she was yeah, really doing. yeah,
1: absolutely. And he thinks that if they, first of all, if somebody gives somebody a drug and they are unaware that they're even consuming the drug, and then they find themselves with no clothes on in the middle of a, an adult act. Okay. At what point can the female... Or, let me back up. At what point can the male say, Well, that was consensual?
0: You've got a good point if you've persuaded. Now, let me be okay. devil's advocate of it here. Okay. Can I, did I say that word right? Advocate? Yeah. Is that it? That's it. I read this article where a judge, this was another celebrity that this went on with, and he takes this woman back to his hotel room. I don't know whether drugs were involved in any kind of way, but after what went on, she goes, Oh, no. Uh, he done this to me. And I didn't want to be a part of it. And the judge goes, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You went off with a married man. You knew that was married to a hotel room by yourself and closed the door and went in that room. Ma'am, what did you think was going to occur in that motel room? Did you think you were going in there to have Bible lessons? I don't think so. And he threw it back on her saying it was your fault for putting yourself in that situation with a celebrity in a closed motel room. Do you agree with the judge?
1: I do to a certain point. But here's the flip side of that.
0: Now, that doesn't give him a right just because she went there to force her to do something either. I don't I, want anybody I to agree. That.
1: I mean, you have to use common sense. But there's the case of Bill Clinton. So do you remember when Paula Jones, I a know- girl from Arkansas, I think she had worked for the state of Arkansas in what capacity? I'm not sure. But she is approached by two, I think, highway patrolmen and had indicated that Bill Clinton wanted to see her in his hotel room. Now, she's been told by two highway patrolmen that he wants to see her. Now, would you be a little suspect?
0: Well, and then also let's step back and say that is the president of the United States of America.
1: Well, time. now, at this point, he is just the governor. Oh, okay. Well, that's The still, governor of that's Arkansas. Gov- that's
0: pretty strong still.
1: And so I think. That women, believe it or not, can be really naive. I mean, if you look back on things later on and go, okay, now that was a hotel room, so what did you think? But when you are a person of power or a person of influence and you're naive and you're young, your gut may tell you, Scotty, that it doesn't look right and it may not feel right, but you're still thinking... This is a person of power and a person of influence. And you tend to think, well, I know that it's not the best setting, but I'm sure nothing's going to happen. And, and then it does.
0: And it could be your job. You know, if you refuse to go, that could cost you your job. Yeah. I didn't see that going through your head also. but so I agree with you there.
1: But in the case of Bill Cosby, and you said it's in the 70s? 60s,
0: uh, the last number 60s. I lost at.
1: And the only and and I think all of these women and I I'm sure it's not all sixty women, but I remember that there's a lot of women saying I was offered a drink. I was over at his house. They either worked for him, they were good friends, they were acquaintances, they were working together, they had an opportunity to work together. Whatever the case may be, he offers a drink. I mean, think about that. People are social, and sometimes if you don't know somebody or, or, or just to be friendly, somebody comes over, what's the, what's the first thing you do? Hey, awesome. can I get you something to drink? Yeah. Now, if you're not a drinker, you're going to probably offer them a glass of water or a glass sweet of tea. sweet tea, or, you know, especially a Southerner, so it's going to be sweet tea. If you find out that, you know, they happen to like a glass of wine or happen to want a glass of. Um, you know, whatever, they want a beer or some (laughs) shot of whiskey or whatever else, then that's what they're doing. And sometimes people will say, absolutely, would love one. It just kind of, you know, that's how they kind of end their day. That's how it makes people comfortable. They kind of get relaxed and start conversations. That never gives somebody the right to put something, like he has stated, quaaludes in someone's drink for them to wake up and and I think in some cases women found out that something just wasn't right uh, their clothing didn't seem to be on the way they remember them putting it on is
0: that pill called the, the what they refer the to rate. the date rate okay. I don't
1: know what makes up the date rate drug but I think it's the same principle if it's if it's something different right and then are they wound up and for a lack of a better word I mean I don't know how to word it any differently other than Their body told them something had transpired, right? Or you wake up and you butt naked and you didn't come over there that way. (laughs) I mean, something something, suspicious. Yeah, and so how does somebody? I don't know of any male that would think that that would be consensual sex.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that subject.
1: The word consensual means you agree. I agree. Yeah, and.
0: Then some Barry White music.
1: And some Barry White music. But, I mean, (laughs) you hear people say that even up to the point of this is going to be an adult act, the woman has a right to say, "Uh, I'm sorry, I know we were headed in that direction, but I'm I'm having to bail. And I know it may be frustrating for the man, but... No means no. But in this case, talking about Bill Cosby, I don't think the women even had an opportunity to know where they were headed.
0: So how does, uh, in your opinion, you're around people at work, uh, friends. How do people look at Bill Cosby now? Ladies, I think it and I'm just wanting to know what the appeal is, what the common thought is of him right now.
1: That he's a dirty old man.
0: So, you know, I just pulled up this article. It's on TMZ right now. And this is all about Bill Cosby is getting ready to make a comeback to her. Now, he's 83 years old. Who is going to watch this show if truly America feels that he's done wrong here? Who's going to go sit in those seats and buy those tickets?
1: You know what I hate to say, Scotty? I think there will be a lot of people because I think we have amnesia when it comes to things that – we want to do for ourselves, and I can be wrong, because there's definitely a momentum going here, and I think people are fed up. You've got, who have you got lately? Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein.
0: Right, he's in that.
1: And then you've got Jeffrey Epstein. I think we're seeing a pattern of, you're going to pay for the crimes that you have committed, but yet, I don't think we're completely there. I mean, Jeffrey Epstein, what he do? Uh, he took the cheap way.
0: I don't think he Done that. Well,
1: and that's to be determined there. That's a whole podcast in yeah. itself. Did he actually take his own life or did somebody do it for him because they wanted to cover up because, what he knew? Uh, exactly. Of what he knew. And then Bill Cosby. Now we find out that he's been released from prison. Because the Pennsylvania's high court has overturned his sexual assault conviction. And I don't know, out of those 60-something women, what he was actually convicted of. It wasn't 60-something women.
0: That's true. Now, on top of this, this tour thing, and I'll I'll tie back into what you just said there. He plans, before this tour kicks off, he's going to tour prisons. He's going to tour schools and neighborhoods to talk about being a better citizen what do you call it when you re when you redo your life, re- appeal, uh, rehabilitated? Is that the word?
1: Yeah, rehabilitated. But
0: he's going to go do all this now on the side. I, I,
1: well, let's just back up. Okay, if somebody does not admit guilt,
0: and he never did during this,
1: how do you claim you're rehabilitated? I'd like to know that.
0: You know, even down when he was in prison, this was like a month before he got put out. They told him that he would be up for parole if he would go take the sexual abuse class, whatever it was. And he refused. He goes, no, I'm innocent and I'm not taking your class. And if I take your class, that says I'm guilty of what you charged me with. And he said, I'll sit in here for the 10 years before I'll do that.
1: You know, and I will say this. Yes. And I think we have said it in several different podcasts. Do I think there are people sitting in prison that are innocent? Yes. You better believe it. I still think that we have innocent people sitting in there. I just don't happen to think he's one of them. I think he is. I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, I am so sorry for uh, passing judgment on him. It's just my opinion, but I think he's guilty of sin. I don't think you have... For a woman, and again, we have a whole bunch of them now that are standing up, and I think in some cases we are framing innocent men. I truly believe that we will frame an innocent man of something that he didn't do because there's a lot of momentum behind it. But for the most part, I think that it takes guts and a lot of dang courage for a woman to say these things that are so intimate and so embarrassing to them and to be humiliated because for years... Who would believe a woman? Well, you know, you didn't. Look, you look trashy. You act trashy. You shouldn't have had a beer. You shouldn't have been where you been. I mean, we all now, turn all it on the woman and how she. Yeah, you know, or you shouldn't have come up to that hotel room. You know,
0: like I mentioned a minute ago.
1: Exactly. So I think that we quickly turn on the woman and she becomes, you know, the scapegoat for that. So I think it takes an awful lot of courage. For somebody to do what they did. 60-something women say this and he's innocent. I just think, I just, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy the fact that he's innocent. And so getting back to your original question, how many people do I think are going to show up and attend his comedian, uh, what, what do you call We're it? we a tour. Session, tour. I'm afraid to say that I think we have short-term memories and if we really love the product that he delivers, we'll get over it. Just like, um, like if it were a, oh, well you take a football uh, or a, a sports figure?
0: Here's a prime example of that. Uh, that, and I don't listen to his music because I don't like today's country music. But I'll, I'll bring this up. This Morgan Wallen guy, yeah, uh, you know that said the racial slur. He has sold more albums while he was banned from radio, and all his concert tours got canceled. He's made more money sitting at home with the word of him being banned and now he's back out. He's really forgotten all of a sudden he's been played again
1: and and I think that saying a racial slur is wrong, but what bill Cosby has done
0: that's two different levels
1: is in a totally different level and i I don't know I'll just have to sit back I will be appalled. Do I think everybody deserves redemption? I do. And I think that the only one that can give us the redemption is not you and I. I think we can ask for forgiveness. And None. I think we can try to, would you say, rehabilitate right. ourselves through, but I think the first part, isn't it with when you are a an alcoholic, don't they tell you when you go to AA meetings that the first thing that you have to do is apologize to those that you have offended or those right. that i don't know the right word but that you have trampled
0: to, on maybe yeah or
1: whatever that you've done wrong by the first thing they ask you to do you have to do that and it sounds like in the case of bill cosby he doesn't see the need now he is claiming his innocence and he may be innocent i don't think so but he's not even taking that step he's ready to move on
0: now if you've seen the pictures this weekend i yet to forgive me i can't remember his wife's name uh, whatever she is they've been married forever but she's and she been, stands
1: by.
0: She's been spotted this past week without a wedding ring on. Have you seen all of that? No. She's gone out several times, and every photo she doesn't have the ring on. I don't know if that's a message there that she's fed up with it, but I don't think she's going anywhere either. Let's look at this. As you brought up that just a moment ago, touching on the faith side of this. Now, Bill Cosby is probably he's multi-millionaire, if not a billionaire. I don't know what the man's worth, but right. it's worth a lot He's worth money. a lot
1: more than you and I, Scotty. I know yeah. it's going to be a
0: shock. <laughs> but <laughs> let's look at all the homes that he's got, everything that he owns. Let's go back to 1997 when he lost his son. You know, his son was murdered uh, changing a tire. Somebody yeah, robbed absolutely, it, killed him. and that was terrible. But with all his worldly possessions that he's got, all of this accolades, he really has nothing in this world. If you really sit back and look at that, He's got nothing. Do you do you see it that way? That oh, I, do? I do.
1: Well, I mean, I think that he has material things.
0: Yeah, but that ain't going with you.
1: No, and that's what I'm saying is, if you're counting material things, he's got a ton of material things. But don't you need to have integrity and character and
0: in our world, you do honesty
1: and things like that. And do we all do things that we go back and regret? Yes, I happen to think his are pretty severe. And again. I just don't see how—I know it got turned over on a technicality. You know, there's even a rumor out there.
0: What's the rumor this The week?
1: rumor is that he paid off a judge to overturn the conviction. Now, that is strictly a rumor. It says that a rumor has that Bill Cosby paid off judge to get case overturned, and this was— Published on July 24th, so just just a couple of days ago.
0: This is strictly a rumor. I'm sure there's probably nothing to it. But but explain to me this now. He had, in the beginning, he had high-paid lawyers that's supposed to find anything. Why was this not found in the original trial, this piece of paper that was signed that said they would not convict him if he gave that testimony? Why was that not pulled up in the original trial? They go, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, look what I got. I don't know. Does it ever make you wonder
1: that sometimes if you have a ton of money that you can do, I mean, you can make some things happen. Oh, yeah. The average person that would find themselves in that same situation, they'd be had. I,
0: for some reason, the name Hillary went through. I, for some, I thought that. I don't know.
1: But, I mean, exactly. Money can really buy you out of a jam. That the average person cannot get out of them. That's right. You think if the average person, Joe Smo, we didn't know him from Adam, was accused of 60-something women, they would be on death row or dead right now.
0: You're you're 100% right on that. He wouldn't have a chance.
1: No. And so I, I think that there was just this whole thing with giving women quaaludes and thinking that it was okay. I didn't do anything wrong. I just can't rationalize that. I can't. It, I can't. I can't put my arms around. How can he think that that was not
0: wrong? True. Now, let me go back to what you just said about being, you know, not having a lot of money and getting places. And this this story pops up. This old boy, this was a few months ago, and I think it was Ohio, to where somebody is uh, looking at porn on an Internet, on, on a computer, and it gets into child pornography. Well, the feds raid the building, and they arrest this guy, put him in prison. Well, his neighbor had been stealing his Wi-Fi password and logging. Somebody in his apartment building had been using his Internet access, and it showed up as his computer. He went to jail for like nine years before it was proven that he didn't do it. And then he gets out of prison, and they sent him a bill for his time being in prison. And he said, "He said I've lost everything I own. You took my house, my job. It's gone. what do I do. He's he's homeless now. He's out, but he also has a bill for like four or five thousand dollars to pay for his time in prison for his meals and stuff that he got. And when you're down, you get kicked.
1: And, and he definitely was down and got kicked with a, a pretty steel-toed boots. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's terrible." And we but you back. think Bill Cosby would have been in that situation? No, not You think a bit. somebody of means? And I'm not. I I have no nothing against somebody that has a ton of money like that. I mean, but to use it to kind of manipulate the system. And I well, hate and to say, but you know, there's always that saying that everybody can be bought. And there's a you know, long and nobody ever to wants that. to put themselves in that kind of situation, but. You know, and again, we go back to Jeffrey Epstein. I think we'll always kind of wonder, did he take the easy road or did somebody who had the means pay somebody to go in there and take care of him? Because they knew that he knew something that they didn't want out, to your point.
0: Right. And, you know, a guard accidentally taking a nap. All of a sudden, the cameras don't work for that little bit of time that they took that nap. Something don't add up.
1: But, I mean, you have to have the money to make that happen. Yes, you do. And so, I don't know. Well, I think there are a lot of females that are out there that are probably extremely disappointed that we've got Bill Cosby sitting comfortably in his own house. He doesn't have the scars that those women will have for the rest of their life. Now, they have to find a way to work through them. But you've got other victims that are sitting out there, too, that are wanting their day in court. And, you know, it makes you wonder, will they ever see justice served? I don't know that we'll ever see it with Bill Cosby.
0: So what's the next chapter for Bill Cosby? It looks to be another tour. With the current mindset of America these days, I see Bill Cosby going straight back to the top once again. They'll forget. While others, well, they'll never forgive. The likelihood of Bill Cosby ever hearing our podcast are slim. But Bill, if you happen to be listening, I suggest this. No one knows what goes on behind closed doors. Well, except God. And only you and he know what happened. But I urge you, my friend, to get right with the man upstairs. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and will continue to listen more. We promise to provide stories that intrigue you, provide a little humor, reflect our heritage and culture, whether it's strange and alarming. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Let us know whether you liked or disliked. Do you have a story to share? If so, we'd like to hear from you. Please email us at comments at secretsfromthesouth.com and provide a brief description of your story along with contact information and we'll be in touch. Well, it looks like we've reached the end of another episode and it's time to dim the lights and close the microphones for the day. Until another download, I'm Scotty Ray and speaking for Terry, God bless and join us again next week for another episode of Secrets from the South.